Bad Family, a podcast for black sheep, bad kids, bad family. Let's get started. Hey, Lindsay. Ooh. How's hey, it Sam. going? Hey, Lincoln. Um, Lauren may join us just as we were about to start recording. Uh, Lomi started screaming. <laughs> Dang. So she said if she could uh, get her back down, she'll join. Got it. Um, but how are you guys? Oh, all right, I'm tired. Yeah, same. Had a long day, but I'm ready for uh, Thanksgiving and to take a break for a little bit. Yeah, I hear you. Are you guys working tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow's my last day. Yeah. Got it. Well, um, for our episode today, I thought we would talk about Splendid Isolation. I was thinking about that because I was listening to that Warren Zevon song splendid isolation which is really good and couldn't believe i hadn't thought to be listening to that this entire year seems like a perfect 2020 song um but I, i think it just makes sense to lean into loneliness this holiday season and so for our tell us apart moment um i thought we could each share a lonely memory could be lonely in a bad way or lonely in a good way but sharing a lonely memory Um, And I can go first while you guys are thinking of yours. Um, A couple of years ago, um, I went to on a trip with some friends and we went to Amsterdam. Um, And then at the end of the trip, I went to Paris by myself for two days. Um, And I was really sick. I had just like had gotten a cold. I think I had had a cold the whole time we were traveling, but I was buying like $15 cough syrup in international airports (laughs) and just like drinking cough syrup and um, I remember that I was so sick that like I woke up in one after taking a nap in my Paris hotel and like there was like a disgusting like yellow green slime (laughs) stain (laughs) all over my pillow and like infected snot had just like leaked out of my nose while I was sleeping (laughs) yuck (laughs) yeah I was just so so sick um but I remember that I I think of that as both like a lonely memory but also as um kind of a brave memory you know it was my first time being in an international city by myself and I was scared to be there by myself especially not speaking French well Um, my French is you know so bad to almost be non-existent Um, but at the same time I was really proud of myself I never have people to travel with Um, and so I was just proud of myself that I wanted to go and that I went cool we almost went on that trip what did you say I said we almost went on that trip this year yeah, we almost went on a, on a. Oh my gosh, Say that again, Link. I said I, I forgot that that was this year that trip was planned for. That feels like a long time ago. Yeah, this year has dragged on. Wait, I thought of one more lonely part to my memory. I remember that I almost got robbed in Paris, and I was there by myself. And I was like walking down like Rue de Saint-Severin and I was walking to this chocolate store that I really liked. Um, And I remember while I was in the chocolate store, I was wearing like a, 
um, like a trench coat with really big pockets. And so I had like my wallet, a bunch of tissues, you know, lots of different keys, hotel key, you know, all the stuff in my pockets. Um, and when I was at the register checking out, the like the cashier was like, you need to be careful. His hand was in your pocket. <laughs> you know, and I was just so freaked out from that happening. Um, I guess that I looked like a tourist because I, you know, my feet were like bloody from just like walking so much that I had just put on my tennis shoes, which looks very American versus, you know, no European would wear their tennis shoes, <laughs> just like walking around. And I just remember feel like that feeling really isolated and like vulnerable in that moment. And I just turned around and walked back to my hotel. Whoa. But he didn't get my wallet. Mother freaker. <laughs> my pockets were due deep. <laughs> she said mother freaker. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to swear less. I don't really care, but I mean, there's just no, I don't know. I just didn't have any reason to say that word. Whatever. Um, I feel like I say the F word all the time just because it's cathartic. Oh, I but... like it. Well, it's in my vernacular, but it just feels strong. I mean, I don't really feel a strong emotion, so I think it's kind of funny to say mother freaker. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's just comical. Anyway, what are your lonely memories? I don't know. <laughs> you said that, and I was like, I don't think I've ever been alone a moment in my life. <laughs> Ooh, like you could um, use a little more lonely. <laughs> no, let me think. I feel like um, positive lonely memories <laughs> are hard to think of. I feel like I feel lonely in airports a lot if I'm ever traveling by myself. Oh, I'm the opposite. I feel like the old, like, it's almost expected, excuse me, that you're alone by yourself in airports. Excuse me. (laughs) I'm just like, (laughs) I'm drinking a seltzer and I think the carbonation, I'm just like burping up a storm here. Um, But I feel like people expect to be by themselves in airports. And before Corona, I would travel a lot for work and there was nothing I liked more than just like sitting at a bar by myself drinking my drink, drinking my glass of wine, you know, like looking at my phone, waiting for my flight. Oh, yeah. kind of cathartic. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. But I'm like, whenever I'm around a lot of people and by myself, that's when I feel like contemplatively lonely. What about you, Lincoln? Any lonely memories? Yeah, um, there have definitely been times where I, like a lot of times where I've been alone. I don't think all of them were lonely, but just some times that popped in my head were, uh, I lived in Oakland for a while, um, and while I lived there, I didn't really have any friends at all in Oakland. I had some friends who lived in South San Francisco, but for people in the bay or outside of the bay that's like 45 minutes to an hour-ish um car so i didn't really have anywhere 
to go or um, anybody to hang out with. So on my days off, I would typically like just find coffee shops and try and like work there for a while. And when I wasn't working on something, I would just walk around. Like I spent a lot of time sitting around Lake Merritt and sitting alone in um, Union Square. But I enjoyed both of those times. It was just like really pretty and peaceful and I loved the people watching element. Yeah, I feel like that's the flip side where like lonely can sometimes be positive. Like I know for a fact that I get more reading, writing and thinking done when I'm alone or when I'm by myself. Even if someone else is there, I don't work in the same way (laughs) than when I'm by myself. So I think that's the positive side of being lonely. Um, but I've def- I feel like more often than the positive side, I experience the negative side. Like I was thinking that low is part of the word lonely. <laughs> and like I, in my lonely times, I just feel oftentimes I just um, have feelings of being sad or low or just kind of down. Yeah. I just don't really want to talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess a I, super I short episode, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's not supposed to be company. about joyful isolation. Oh, <laughs> well, you want to talk about joyful isolation? Yeah, I mean, I just don't know that we need to. <laughs> I don't want to share every time I've ever been sad <laughs> about feeling lonely. <laughs> I hear it. It's been kind of a, like a, a downer year, so I think you're right. It's probably best to focus on the upside. Um, I know that um, I, I haven't, you know, I feel like there haven't been that many times or holidays, especially where I've been isolated or alone. And part of that is because we have such a huge family. So there's just like always a family member or some event happening that, you know, you're expected to attend. Yeah. Um, But uh, my boyfriend, Matt, is an only child um, and he's had quite a few holidays where he is, you know, by himself or not having a plan. Um, And something he used to do is um, if he were was by himself for Christmas uh, because of work or whatnot and not able to see his family until later, he would do this thing called gentlemen's Christmas, which was like just a bunch of guy friends getting together to drink together. <laughs> I love it. I don't know why, but I always found that kind of delightful. I'm sure it was not very gentlemanly, but the name I just thought was so charming. Gentlemen's Christmas. I like that too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think we're all kind of leaning into the lonely. Um, since you want to talk more about the joyful side of being alone, Lindsay, uh, what thoughts? <laughs> what thoughts do you have? I feel like I have. A, I can say a lot about the the sad side. Um, dang, what thoughts do I have? I mean. This year, I'm just kind of uh, leaning into not 
you know, I'm trying not to focus on the parts of not being able to see everybody at Christmas that make me sad and instead focus on the parts that are like, well, (laughs) at least we don't have to, you know, do any sort of post-election debrief (laughs) with our family. Oh, yeah. That's positive. Um, Optimistically, I'm thinking of, you know, even though our holidays will be small because we're not doing anything for Thanksgiving and who knows about Christmas. I've been trying to think in my mind the word cozy. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's quiet. It's cozy. It for sure will be less stressful because we don't have to do anything we don't want to do. Even, you know, Thanksgiving, we're probably not going to do Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Day. I think Matt and I are going to do Thanksgiving over the weekend, like Saturday or Sunday. We just don't want to go to the grocery store during this like mad rush time. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not eating turkey. Cause guess what? I don't like turkey. What are you eating? Uh, <laughs> what are we eating? Mac and cheese. <laughs> I like mac and cheese. I love mac and cheese. Yeah, I don't know what we'll eat on actual Thanksgiving either, but actually Matt doesn't like turkey either. He wants to do duck. Duck. I don't think I've ever had duck. Matt, I think I've only had it like once. It's kind of fatty, right? Yeah, I don't remember ever having it, but Matt swears he's made it before, so maybe I blacked it out. I don't know. I vaguely remember like a very pinkish, purplish type meat. That's not the color I usually want for a meat. Well, that is a little gamier. Yeah. So I think it has that darker color. Like if you can imagine like I don't know. I was going to say what dove meat looks like, but I don't know why that <laughs> came to mind. <laughs> when have I been eating doves? I don't know. Yeah. No is the answer. Cannot imagine it. Yes. Well, so, yeah. I'm looking for it. We're going to get a real Christmas tree. Put that up. Maybe like I was talking to Lauren earlier today. She said she was going to make some garland or whatever string. I think they're called garlands. Yeah. Out of like popcorn and cranberries. That's darling. Really fun. Yeah, I'm going to do some real stinking darling stuff. I love that. We already put up our Christmas tree um, and our cat crow has already knocked it over. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, I like this uh, this holiday time. And I do like the idea of like going into it optimistically and happily about uh, I don't know, just thinking about less hustle and bustle. Yeah. It'll be nice not traveling at all. Yeah. I miss travel, but <laughs> you're right. Holiday <laughs> right. travel, though, like other kinds of trip. Like, I'm sad that the London trip that we had planned is canceled or has been canceled for a long time, but I am not sad that we don't have to, like, you know like two years ago when we drove to Arizona for Christmas and we almost had to get 
the three of us like packed into that teeny little mini cooper (laughs) oh yeah i forgot about that for a bit that was crazy yeah i'm glad that i i drove back in the lot and said we can't this is unacceptable we have to (laughs) i guess i was having like a karen moment but i was like we three big people and our suitcases cannot fit in this car (laughs) yeah lincoln and i were gonna do our like oh yeah this is fine yeah you both were like we can make it work and and i was like we cannot we cannot make it work conflict avoidance baby yeah working on it (laughs) we said um excuse me can you take advantage of me (laughs) uh please can you uh charge us the same for a regular car and then give us the most compact car in your lot please i don't don't need i don't even need leg space i'm six foot four but what do you have for someone who's five foot two (laughs) (laughs) oh yes uh, that was funny. And I think that the car that they gave us actually hadn't even been cleaned, but we were like, we'll take it. It's a Whatever. car. We'll take it. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure someone was driving in the lot and had just dropped it off. And they were like, what about this one, ma'am? <laughs> we pushed that person out of the car. Ah, we were like, better, better. Step up. It's a step up. Jeez. And then I had to drive us back. Just me and Lincoln. Because Lincoln, were you not old enough to be on the rental? I think he was younger than 24 then. Yeah, so I he think couldn't he drive. Allowed. And then I had been sick that whole week. I just turned 25, so now I can rent a car, but I don't really have a uh, need right now. Yeah. No need. Yeah, I hear you. Well, something nice about um, being isolated is um, everything that you make, you get for yourself. (laughs) Yeah. So I've been making cookies and Matt doesn't eat cookies. So they're all anything that I make. It's mine. So I'm trying to get into baking. You should um, make some of those to the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, I've been making um, a really good chocolate chip cookie recipe. It is the America's Test Kitchen two-person cookbook recipe. So it's small batch for just two people, but actually it's cookies for one. Um, But it's a really good recipe. And then I actually, at the grocery store earlier, I bought marshmallow fluff because I was thinking I would make mom's fudge. Mm. You know, her like fudge with walnuts on top. Mm -hmm. Mm. But that's not small batch. So if I make that, I'll probably have more than enough through Christmas and beyond. (laughs) Since no one will eat it but me. Does he not have a sweet tooth? None. Zero. Like won't even try a cookie to praise my baking prowess. That's like... So he doesn't like dessert? Nope, he likes some candy, but like baked goods, nope. Ugh. Wild. That is what. Yeah, that, ugh, that is like... exactly the right. It's, it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would find that. I mean, it's fine. I know plenty of people who are like that. I just don't understand them 
feels like on a molecular level, I just don't get what's going on with them. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I think I'm going to make mom's turtles this year. I think that's a great idea. Uh, You could mail me some. You know what? I bet they mail pretty well because they're, you know. Candy shell. They're just candy. Yeah, that's a great idea. That could be your uh, Christmas present to me. (laughs) Yeah, wait, are we doing this? (laughs) Who's setting up the the Secret Santa business this year? I think Megan is. Um, I was actually wondering if our isolated holiday meant that we would need to get gifts for less people this year. Because I have a list of all the people I wanted to get presents for, and I doubt I'll see any of them. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I was assuming, so. So I'm wondering if people are just skipping holiday spending this year, which I think, you know, breaking away from the consumerism is probably a positive. Yeah, it sounds kind of I feel like people are probably going to buy for themselves. (laughs) Still, because all those, you know... Black Friday sales and stuff are still happening. Uh, I considered buying something like some fancy item of clothing to make myself feel good. But then I also thought, where will I wear it? Yeah. The apartment. I think I'm going to get some new <laughs> loungewear. <laughs> like, That's a good idea. Like sets. <laughs> yeah. Cozy sets. Yeah. Only, and we have to be building a bigger TV, too. The only holiday item I'm really trying to get is the PS5. Dang. Wait, is that out, Lincoln? It's out, but it's impossible to get. Uh, <laughs> well, what do you mean? Like, it's on backwards? They only sell it online, so they aren't offering it in any brick-and-mortar stores. Um... But because of that, when you go online to buy one, they sell out in seconds because people have, um, well, one, everyone wants it. And two, people have coded these like scalper bots who can just order 10 within like half a second. Uh, Why don't you Google PS5 bot and see if someone put the code on GitHub where you could do the same thing? Oh, make my own bot. (laughs) No, you just copy their script. They probably have a script. Just Google like PS5 bot, something like that. Buying bot. That's a good idea. Machine learning to help me buy PS5. Google that and see if someone has a script. I feel like I um, I don't know. I I just want to like John Henry at Man versus Machine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I, I think we know who comes out on top there. No, he beats <laughs> Eventually, he, I'll win. Also, he dies at the end. <laughs> I'll go down in legends for my effort. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Um, this is kind of weirdly on that loneliness topic, but uh, Matt's playing this video game called Detroit, mm-hmm. or he was, and it's all about like AI gaining sentience. And, like, these machines, like, realizing, you know, that they have feelings and, like, breaking away from their programming. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's really beautifully done and story-based, but it also feels pretty lonely in a way. 
because they're a, you know a new race without rights. I haven't heard That's of Westworld. Yeah, it is sort of Westworldish. Well, something I'm really excited about is that um, I put together a splendid isolation playlist to accompany this episode. So check it out in the episode notes. Um, but you can listen to our isolating and lonely, but perhaps joyous songs this holiday season. <laughs> yeah, what'd you put on there? Um, obviously, I put Warren Zevon's Splendid Isolation. Um, I actually, one of my friends, um, Dan, um, a joke we like to tell about him is once he was really lonely when his wife Lisa was away and so he googled lonely. <laughs> and so I googled lonely and the first thing I got is actually a Justin Bieber song. Oh. Lonely. <laughs> so I put that on the playlist. Yeah, that just came out. That's Yeah, well, it's number one on when you Google lonely, this Justin Bieber song. <laughs> and then there's like the loneliness Wikipedia. And there's like a couple of like magazine articles, like what do you do if you're feeling lonely? Dang, there's that Akon song, Mr. Lonely. Um, I didn't put that on. I, I didn't know that song. So that's too cool for me. It's not, but I'll add it. Um, but I think it's an excellent... I mean, not to talk myself up too much, but I think it's a great playlist. I put Sister Winter on it by Sufjan Stevens. Oh, I like that song. And it's a great one seasonally, but also for loneliness. You know, my heart is returned to Sister Winter. My heart is as cold as ice. That is a good song. I think it has, you know, Low moments, joyous moments. Basically, it is an epic playlist for the ages to really bring out, you know, bring us out of 2020 with the bang. <laughs> so give it a listen. Amen. Are y'all um, yeah, starting so. to get in the holiday spirit yet? Yeah. I yeah. watched while you were sleeping. Oh, me too, actually. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. No, I didn't. Um, we put up our Christmas tree. We've been burning a lot of candles. Um, I can tell everyone it, I bought two homesick candles. I don't like either one. They don't Which smell. One, one of them actually have? smells bad. The other one doesn't smell bad, but it just doesn't smell good. Mm-hmm. So I don't recommend them. I had one one time. I thought it was fine, but it you know, nothing special. I like these boy smells candles. Yeah. I um, like to burn. I was thinking about that because I like to burn candles this time of year. That makes me feel like warm, cozy holiday cheer. Mm. Also warm beverages, like lots of tea. I've been drinking a lot of tea. I love hot chocolate. That's what I've been getting into lately. Oh. Do you make your own with like chocolate and warm milk or are you just like mixes? Um, just mixes, but Trader Joe's has like a ton of different kinds of uh, hot chocolate. 
Um, I had sipping chocolate the other day, but I I want something like sweeter. What's that? Sipping chocolate is like what Europeans drink. It's like sort of a dark chocolate um, kind of hot chocolate, but it's it's not as sweet. It's more like savory and decadent almost. Interesting. Yeah, I think we had that actually at our Samoan relative's house. You may have been too young, but I remember they gave us like a dark, bitter chocolate drink that we were that we were drinking with while eating these like pancake balls, which was like a sweet treat. I don't know. Does that sound familiar at all? Not really. Somewhere in Utah, sometime in the distant past. Nope. Good story, bro. <laughs> I don't remember. Like it? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I do think hot chocolate and candles and tea—it's all really cozy stuff. I feel like actually that's all good stuff to get yourself up out of feeling down as well. The same with like music, which is one reason I put together that splendid isolation playlist. I think I was feeling kind of sad today because our Thanksgiving plans fell through. We were going to go see friends and it didn't work out because I was sick over the weekend. Mm. Um, and so our friends understandably, but kindly, you know, asked me not to attend. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think I was just feeling kind of down, but then putting this playlist together for me, I just got really pumped on it. And excited to like listen to the old, the music I had nothing to do with creating, but simply curated. I felt like really proud of myself, <laughs> and I felt better. I no longer felt isolated. I felt, you know, alive and one with the universe. Good. That's good. Yeah. Well, anyone have any more thoughts about being? Uh, splendidly isolated or happy being alone when I think about being splendidly isolated actually I think about just like you know like walking down the street with like a you know a little spring in my step with like my coffee maybe with headphones on just like doing my own thing happy about my own free time and my own day yeah I feel that way when I like whenever I take a nice long walk you know oh yeah walking is so great because when you move the body you move the mind it's the best way to get your mind to moving is to move the body yeah yeah when i'm on my walk i'm like feeling like the main character that's my that's like positive loneliness to me I think positive loneliness to me. Um, yeah, I definitely have memories from like just being in cafes alone and working. Um, because if I like just put in headphones or something and listen to music, then I don't really feel alone. I feel like very. Uh, and also, I think it's a good idea to get comfortable. Being alone, it's a good skill to have. Oh, I think so too. 
there are some things I love to do alone. Like I much prefer shopping alone. I don't like shopping with others. I feel like if I shop with my girlfriends, we're never in the same section we need to be. They're all like in petite. And if I stand at petite, they're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like not fun to shop together. Yeah. But I also I'm so slow, you know, like if I'm in a shopping mood, you know, in days where we could browse in department stores, you know, I could spend hours just browsing, not even buying anything. Yeah. my I have a friend named Ted. When we lived in Boston together, we would love to just browse. Like we could walk through Ikea for hours and buy nothing, but just like look and touch stuff. And, and I remember one day I was in Home Depot, I think with Ted, and I just spent like two hours in Home Depot, like looking at stuff, like looking at paint samples, looking at hammers, looking at nails. And like I had no home, no reason to be in Home Depot, just sort of fascinated by, like, the little trinkets. I love doing that. I miss that. So I love to shop alone. I also like to sleep alone. I mean, I like to sleep, obviously, with my partner, but uh, it's comforting to have someone nearby, but I don't like to be touching, so that's what yeah. I <laughs> No, I love sleeping alone. <laughs> I don't like to be touching a lot. Um, like, if my arm is touching my partner while I'm sleeping, then I'm cool. But if I really want to pass out, then I'm I'm generally not touching them. Yeah, so that's another thing I like, like loneliness for. What else? What other things do you find, you know, lovely? In private time. <laughs> I like. Uh, I was going to say I like reading alone. That seems obvious. But I was just thinking about it because. I was thinking about how I like the idea of being in book clubs. But in practice, I hate being in a book club. Because I don't like doing any. I don't like to read on other people's schedule. <laughs> Like, I I enjoy talking about a book, but I don't like feeling like I have homework. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm the same way. If someone, if I am obligated to read something, even if I wanted to read it, it feels like death. Yeah. It's like a, mar- it's like a slog to get through it. Whereas if I were reading for pleasure... I just like don't even differently do it. I've been in book clubs, and if it's even if it's a book I'm like excited to read, I won't do it. <laughs> and then I'll like read a chapter or two in a rush, in the same way that I would if I like didn't do the reading for a class in college. I would like read two chapters so that I could do like a close reading and discussion <laughs> if I if I got called on, so that I would have something to say just like not how I want to do my leisure reading Uh, it's also not engaging you know it's like a slice of life participation but not a full-hearted yeah not wholehearted efforts there um I like cooking alone I like cooking together but if if I'm leading cooking I like cooking alone um, I also much, much, much prefer driving alone because I'm not a good driver and it just gives me anxiety if other people are in the car. 
But if I'm oh, a passenger yeah. and I like driving, obviously I like driving with others because I like singing songs together. I don't really mind driving with other people in the car. That doesn't bother me too much. Um, but I prefer not driving. <laughs> I like um, grocery shopping alone. Because then I can just like get in and get out. Yeah, I I like it too, but for the opposite reason. So someone is not saying, "How long are you gonna be? Did you didn't you, did you make a list? <laughs> hmm. Did are you not walking the aisles randomly with no real you know purpose <laughs> or direction?" Uh, nothing can make you forget what you need more quickly than walking into a grocery store. It just quickly goes. Well, I mean, I hope we're all leaning into the the lonely this holiday season for good or for bad, hopefully for positive. But since so many people, you know, are or will be isolated this holiday season, we might as well embrace it, you know, with all the joy and uh, positivity we can muster. Or if you're going to be sad, I mean, I say double down. Be as fucking miserable as you can be. Amen. <laughs> Feel your feelings. Just double like down. Just like play that. Play those sad songs. You know what I mean? Just like kick that pillow. Go on ahead put and cry. Go on and put on that Elliot. Go on and cry. Put on that Elliot Smith. Blast that Leonard Cohen. If you're going to be blue, be blue. Be blue. All right. Well, that's pretty much all I got. Anything else you guys want to talk about related to loneliness or isolation or uh, any feeling of feelings around this holiday time? You know what is a perfect movie to think about for this Hollywood time? Hollywood time. Holiday time is uh, while you're sleeping. Because that whole movie is about like being lonely at the holidays. It's about having no family. Which I feel like we are very blessed in our own family. Um, but interestingly, we were going to have a special guest, Sister Nina, talk about being an only child and it didn't work out for her to join us we'll have to have her on a future episode yeah but yes so highly recommend um our splendid isolation playlist um and the movie while you were sleeping any other thoughts um yeah i guess i would just say if you're enjoying being alone and it's the good kind of lonely, then rock out. And if you're not, then I think it's a good idea to reach out to someone like a friend or family member um, over the phone or virtually. And while you're alone, it's a good time to reconnect with people. I think so, too. Also, writing really helps. Have like a secret online diary, you know, write, just lean into the, whatever you're feeling, write it out. Yeah. Fire up your old Zanga. What's Zanga? Is that a blog? (laughs) Zanga was like, yeah, no, not blog, like a live journal. Same thing. Oh yeah. Fire up the old, uh, 
Zanga, Live Journal, Blogspot, Diaryland. And get to tippity type in. <laughs> uh, that's good advice for all of us wannabe writers. Um, loneliness is a good time to uh, reach for the stars. Try start achieving some artistic goals. I'm saying this for myself. I should start writing. So, all right. Well, that's all I got. Love you guys. Uh, hope you have beautiful, isolated holidays. Too. All right. Love you. Bye. Talk to you later. Thanks for listening. Smell you later. <laughs>